This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 122 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. The Horses of the Tournament of Roses Parade. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our title sponsor is Omega Alpha. You can find them at omegaalpha.ca. This episode is also sponsored by Equestrian Collections. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Plus Uncle Jimmy's. And you can find them at uncle-jimmy's.com. Are you hear the parade going on in the background there? I do. I got a little bit excited. It reminded me of my old high school days when I played in the marching band. What did you play? I played the flute. Oh, really? It was. We had the best marching band ever. Now, you, did you have a big band? Was it a big one at the high school? Yes, we had a big band, and we used to do all kinds of cool patterns on the football field. And Yeah, so this, was, <laughs> this brought back really good memories. Well, of course, we're playing this because I'm very excited about today's show. Uh, it is all about the uh, Pasadena Tournament of Roses Parade. And, of course, that parade, Jennifer and I watch it every single year. We watch it on HGTV. You can hear it going on in the back there. Um, we, uh, we have a blast watching that parade every year. Part of the reason is HGTV provides commercial-free coverage, and they just show the parade. That's the only way to watch a parade. Oh, I hate those parades on Christmas Day anymore, or you know, or, they're, or on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. They're just yeah. terrible. You know, they're just terrible. And this uh, one's a nice one because it's in the middle of winter, and yet Pasadena is blooming and beautiful. Yes, and, and you're freezing cold. The one <laughs> that you want to watch if you want to see the middle of winter is the Mummers Parade because it always looks like they're freezing to death. Oh, so. <laughs> no, I don't want to watch that. Philadelphia. But, no, this is a great parade. And of course, it's all pretty with the flowers and everything. And what, what a lot of people don't know is that this parade actually will we'll turn the parade off in the back there that this parade actually started as uh it was a hunt club that started it so it was a horse parade of course it was that's that, where all great things start and 120 years ago actually 1890 is when it first started and and they still continue the tradition of having a lot of horses in this parade which is the other reason that we love watching this parade so so we're gonna have we, we have some terrific guests lined up today all about I'm going to have to keep playing that music, I think, because it just it gave me goosebumps. Um, we're going to just talk. First, we're talking to, and this is so cool, the Pasadena Tournament of Roses Parade is run by uh, the foundation out there, who uh, is a group of volunteers who actually run the whole parade and the Rose Bowl and all that stuff that it's attached to. So we were lucky enough to get the Equestrian Committee Chairman, one of the volunteers of the of the foundation to come on with us today and talk to us about the history of the parade and the horses and what's coming up special this year. And there is something very special this year coming in the parade, mm. um, horse-wise. So, so this is uh, so that would be John Montgomery. He's yes. the, the committee chairman. Okay, Correct. Ooh, I can't wait to pick his brain. Yep. So he's Great. coming oh. up. And we've got some other uh, parade participants, yes, don't we? Yes, and I'm so excited. Me too. Because uh, you love dressing up, don't you? I do, I do. 
<laughs> well, one of the one of the groups that we have coming up is the Victorian Roses Ladies Riding Society. Oh, wait till you guys see these pictures. They're fabulous. You're all <laughs> going to want to become one. Exactly, and it's they get dressed up and decked out in their top finery of like the Victorian days and with their hats and the fancy dresses and their did you notice that uh, in the pictures they're riding side saddle I know I was a little bummed about that because I I, I don't I, yeah <laughs> I'm not going to be riding any parade horses side saddle I'm going to need all the help I can get but they uh, they look like a lot of fun it's going to be their third year in the uh, tournament of roses parade and, and they deck you, their horses out just as beautiful oh it's just beautiful to watch it's and they the, carry the little umbrellas the little fancy I Victorian know. umbrellas it's so cute um, then, you, you know, you were watching videos of the other group that we're having in. Yeah, my new superheroes, the All-American <laughs> Cowgirl Chicks. Great name, too, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, they're very strong. They look like very proud, independent, uh, accomplished young women. Yes, and they're acrobats. They are really, truly the, the – they don't do your normal just ride along in the parade. These are some serious athletes. You yes. watch these videos. We'll put up some videos. When you watch these girls go, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are some serious athletes. They actually have, were on the Western radio show a little while ago and talking about, I guess, uh, they do a lot on the rodeo circuit. They, they do a lot of entertaining at rodeos. And um, when I saw that they were going to be in the parade for the fourth time this year, the Trish, the lady who who is the one who founded this uh, group, the Cowgirl Chicks, and is also their coach, um, is is just a dynamic lady. And she's also a musician, too. Mm. And uh, we're going to have her on to talk about the All-American Cowgirl Chicks and how exciting it is to be in, in the Rose Bowl Parade. Uh, you know, I I always wanted to know... From people who get to go to these, you know, that is the parade of parades. It's mm-hmm. it's the one that every band aspires to that, you know, they spend, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on every one of those floats. It's just an unbelievable parade. And I want to ask somebody like Trish, who's with the All-American Cowgirl Chicks, they perform all over the country at rodeos in front of thousands of people. But I want to know from her, is this like the special one? You know, is this the one you're invited to and, you know, that just makes your year every year? Is this the big gig? Yeah. Yep, exactly. So there's a lot of horse groups in the parade. And, and we're going to talk to John a little bit about that as well. So I'm just so excited about about uh about this, about doing this will this be segment. a good one, and you know what? Hopefully, it'll get all of our stable scoop listeners excited about the parade, and and uh, that everybody will join us in watching it on TV this January. To make you in the mood for holidays, <sighs> yes. It, it, well, you know, I've been thinking Christmas, Christmas, Christmas so much. I've kind of forgotten about the New Year. So this really got me into the whole. I'm really looking forward to a New Year mindset. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's. Uh, I think that this is probably is this the are uh, is this the last one that we're doing now before Christmas? We have a special show for for everybody next week, right? We have a special show right before for... Christmas on the twenty fourth. Ah, what's today? Um, Okay, so so this show airs on December 17th. Right. And then, so next Friday is Christmas Eve. Eve, and that's the special episode that we recorded. Special episode. So today's episode will actually be airing on New Year's Eve. No, today's is tomorrow's. What? Today, okay, people, this is typical. This is a typical conversation with Glenn. (laughs) So if you wonder why I drink when we record these shows, this is why. 
We're today recording is... on the 16th, and it's going. this one's going out the 17th. Sure it is. Yes, so that's oh, tomorrow. Whatever but, you say. But the special hosts episode, I think, is next week, right before Christmas. So, yes. so th- this is the, what I'm saying is this is the so last one. So what's the one answer that, to the big question? Well, when this is the, the last one that we're recording before Christmas together. Um, oh, before Christmas. Be a, yes, and there'll be a but, special episode. And we'll have another one right before New Year's. Okay, on New Year's Eve, we'll have a show that comes out. We have yes. no idea what that's going to be. We have no we? idea. It might just okay. be us sitting around confusing each other. We'll make up something. Yeah, and that's different from every other episode. How? <laughs> All right. We have a parade to talk about. Yes, we do. We have a parade to talk about. So let's get to our first guest. His name is John Montgomery. He's equestrian committee chairman of the Pasadena Tournament of Roses Parade. What a beautiful place to live. I'm just jealous about that to begin with. <laughs> you so, thought Lexington was the same way. Uh, yeah, well, we're under a, uh, about two inches of ice right now and five, ten inches of snow, and it's not gotten above 30 in the last three weeks. So um, I'm going to move back to Massachusetts. It was nicer, actually. You will come to Rhode Island. It's Actually, it's 10 degrees warmer here in Rhode Island than it is in Massachusetts. <laughs> That's just disgusting. We're, it is. Dis- it's awesome. 10 degrees warmer than us, which is just disgusting. I know. <laughs> Everybody, you can just imagine me gloating, big, grand, brown, whatever, smile on my face. <laughs> All right, let's go to John Montgomery uh, right after this commercial from our title sponsor, Omega Alpha. Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address many equine health problems. And one of their users is international Canadian sensation event rider Jessica Phoenix. And we have Jessica on here for a second to tell us what she thinks about Omega Alpha. Well, hi, Jess. I hear that you use Omega Alpha. I do. I love their products. I've started using them this year, um, and the one product that I really love is Anti-Flam. It just takes the sting out of the horse's feet and keeps them moving comfortably. Um, And I know that from using it in our barn, a lot of horses would benefit from it. You can look for their products at retailers nationwide or visit their website at omegaalpha.ca. That's omegaalpha.ca. Well, John, it is a thrill to to have you on the show. My wife and I have watched the Tournament of Roses Parade every year since we since we got together th- 25 years ago. We never miss it because we're horse fans. I mean, that's the first thing. Plus, you know, we watch it on HGTV, and we just love their coverage of this parade. So um, tell us how the parade got started way, way back in Pasadena. Wow. The parade got started in 1890 by the uh, Valley Hunt Club. And they put on a parade for the newspapers on the East Coast so they could show the people on the East Coast how great the weather was. <laughs> they were so rubbing they, it in? <laughs> invite people out here to buy property. Oh, <laughs> oh brilliant, brilliant. Okay. See, horse people, they're smart. They're brilliant. <laughs> and and 2,000 people showed up for, for that very first parade in 1890. Is that right? And how many show up now every year? Well, we had a million on the street. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and tens of million watches on TV. I can't a imagine. A million on the street? A New million. York City would implode if they had that many people out. <laughs> How do you do it? Is it, is it? is it? I've never been there personally. Is it chaotic or is it well organized? Oh, yes. It's very well organized. The, the Tournament of Roses Association has 935 active members. We have 32 committees. I chair the equestrian committee. 
We actually started our planning uh, at the chairman's side and director's side the third week of January the following year. Uh, the last two months uh, this morning, every Thursday we have called a street meeting where the float committees and the parade operation and equestrian and band all meet to coordinate what we're doing along with law enforcement and Caltrans, everything else. And uh, it's very well planned out and we, we think we have it solved. Uh, we've only done it for 122 years, so we're not sure if we know what we're doing. <laughs> I do have a, a question about that. You know, just a logistics question, then we'll get into talking about the horses. Where they all gather, where the parade begins and forms, is that a huge area or what? No, it, it's on the city streets in Pasadena. It's actually, they stage and bunch on South Orange Grove. Uh, that's where the headquarters are. Uh, for the Tournament Roses, and also where the Valley Hunt Club is across the street. And they stage uh, for about a five-mile area because they, they can't park all the floats right on top of each other. And then the morning of, we, we call bunching. We scoot them forward, and then we insert the bands and the horses as the floats come up. They start at Green Street, which is a block south of Colorado. We go through that corner. That's called TV Corner. So on that one block of south Orange Grove, and you turn and you go down Colorado for about five blocks. That's where all the television cameras are, worldwide press. And is that where that sharp turn is? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Television. I, I want to go. I, John, you've already, I mean, we're, we're, we're <laughs> two minutes into the interview, and, and I want to be there. I can, I can just feel your enthusiasm coming through the, the phone. Yeah. How, how, long does the, how long is the parade from start to finish? Uh, 5.5 miles. And how long does it take to go that distance? We will hopefully, without any hiccups or delays, have everybody through the parade in two hours. We, oh, that's we have nice. A two, that's tight. We have a two window that we must hit for television. Yeah. I can't so, imagine the number of press that are there for, to cover this. It must be incredible. Credentials for people all over the world. It, uh, that's just amazing. And, you know, this started really as a horse parade, didn't it? It was, it, you know, back then we didn't have cars too much. So now, it was the really horse. The entire parade was started by the Valley Hunt Club. They were sportsmen. And it was their, their carriages decorated in floats and their horses as outriders decorated as floats. And they would go down the parade route, which was much, much shorter back then. And then they'd go to a park and they'd have games. They'd have a... Uh, field hockey and foot races, and uh, they used to have chariot races and ostrich races at the very beginning. <laughs> wow. So it turned out to be a festival. That's And uh, five years later, it got so big in 1895 that they formed the uh, Pasadena Tournament Roses Association, and it just keeps growing from there. And, of course, you know, there's always the thing, the big things uh, uh, here are the, the queen is a big thing, and, of course, the football game, there's that little thing. What queen? <laughs> The Tournament of Roses Queen. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. I thought you meant like the Queen of England came. No. So. <laughs> That's Not next this. year. Not this year. So let's talk how many horses we got. I mean, there, there, there have to be all kinds um, and from all backgrounds. What, what are we looking at in terms of numbers of horses? Uh, I'm going to have two. Uh, I'm going to have 247 horse riders. Uh, I'm going to have 14 carriages, and they have another four, They have another 56 horses. Wow. And I'll have about 52 outwalkers. So I've got that. And then, of course, that support drivers and all that. So we've got pretty close to 400 in the parade. That's enough for a cavalry, John. You have your own cavalry unit there. We've uh, got, matter of fact, we do have the, the Fort Hood first cavalry will be here again this year. 
Did they come out from Fort Hood, Texas? Now, aren't there certain groups that I remember that have been in the parade every year for, like, many, many years? Like, well, the, the Peruvians, of, haven't they been in the parade forever? Uh, the only one that's been there forever is the Valley Hunt Club. Okay. Yeah. But we have the, uh, let's see, the Long Beach Mounted Patrol. They're out of Long Beach, California. This will be their 67th parade. Wow. Betty Mar- Benny Martinez and his family. Uh, yes. W- in there. That's the one I remember. <laughs> and uh, we have several others who have been here for 10 years plus. But it's not always the same people. We take applications every year. We have a vetting process. We have a, a separate entries committee. They find new stuff, exciting stuff, and we we uh, change it up a little. I, this year, at the request of the president, Jeff Throop, he asked me, he gave me a challenge to see if he could get... Um, a participant from the Calgary Stampede down here. And wow. I did my homework, and uh, we're going to have Wild West Willie, who's a 3,000-pound Brahma bull, and he'll be ridden down the parade route. By whom? <laughs> By Mike Rogers, his By- owner. They're from Bentley, Canada. <laughs> that actually brings... There is interest. <laughs> that, that, yes, which brings up another interesting question is, how do you screen or how do you ensure that the horses who participate in the parade are fairly well behaved and that, that, that they, they don't disrupt uh, what, you've got, what you guys have worked so hard to plan? In our selection process, uh, we, we do research on all the applications. It's important that they have parade experience and, uh, and have longer parade experience. You know, most parades can be a mile or two miles. We need to try to find something that has been in longer parades, knows how large the crowd is, and um, we work through it. We make phone calls, and then when they're selected, they're here. And then we have our vets are down in the staging area on the pit. We close the freeway to stage everybody overnight. And if somebody's acting up and they know the horse, then we'll hit them with a little ace and calm them down. Hey, there you go. Works for us all the time. What the heck? Fox hunters do it all the time. So that is a hunt thing. Um, (laughs) Hey, uh, you know, you have some great uh, people in the parade this year. You've got Tommy Turvey, uh, the Giddy Up Gals, which I've seen. I've seen a lot of these groups uh, perform before. You have the Cowgirl Chicks, and we're interviewing them shortly. And you just have so many cool things in the parade this year. But one of the things that's very special, I think, is is Mrs. Pickens uh, and and the the, uh, Saving America's Mustangs Foundation. I absolutely agree. They are um, they're very excited. They sent in their application not knowing much about the parade, but they heard it would be fun. We uh, selected them on their their um, their costumes and their, their their horses are you know tame mustangs. And Mrs. Pickens was accepted with the group, and they were so excited they came back and said, "Can we have a float too?" So it was a little late in the year, but we took that up to the executive committee, and they said, yeah, why not? So they still have an equestrian group with uh, six horses and the 12 outwalkers representing her causes, and then she'll have a float behind us, a big float, with uh, all her outwalkers and celebrities on that. And they're going to have a really big show, trust me. Well, you know, if, if anybody could get that done in a short period of time, it's her. Yeah, absolutely. She is a fire. She's uh, she's awesome. She has uh, certainly, in the horse world, she's kind of become a hero because of her 
work towards uh, towards saving the Mustangs. So um, I just think it's terrific. As as you know, I am a big fan, and I am so excited. And now when I watch it this year, I'm even going to be more excited because I got to talk to you guys and some of the some of the other parade participants. Um, you know, and thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you being on here and, you know, keep up the great work. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having us on. If I can throw in a real quick commercial. Yeah, yeah. On, please do. On December 29th, we have a Quest Fest at the Los Angeles Equestrian Center where all these groups go, go into the Equidome and they perform all their trick riding and all that. And it's uh, from 11 to 4 and it's a it's really worth going to. Oh, that it, sounds like fun. Actually, the producer of the event is Monty Montana Jr. Oh, cool. Great yeah. names. we got to come up with better names for ourselves, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have some really cool, like, Hollywood names. Yeah. Well, this Thank is you, great, John. John. Thank you so much, and we're looking forward to seeing the parade. Happy holidays and, and Happy New Year. Merry Thank Christmas, you. John. Thank you. Well, that was fun. It's always nice to talk to uh, people that uh, just seem to have a blast doing what they do. And, I mean, how cool it is, is it to be involved in this whole thing in the first place? Uh, you know, I can just smell the flowers now, Helena. I can just feel the sun on my face. And, I and, know. Yeah, fried okay. food going on in the background. All right. I'm, you're pretty soon I'm just going to end the show and go get something to eat. You're making me hungry. Sorry. Um, next guest up is Trish Lynn from the All-American Cowgirl Chicks. I could see you dressed in one of those tight outfits that they wear, riding around, standing upside down on your horse. I, I know, or standing the Roman riding with little things, fringes hanging from her, sparkly guns. <laughs> I'll get Tammy in. Tammy and I will start our own little chapter of the American Cowgirl Chicks. <laughs> we'll be right back after these words from Helena's favorite store, Equestrian Collection. <laughs> Your source for all your holiday shopping this year is EquestrianCollections.com. EquestrianCollections.com offers all the holiday gift-giving ideas that you would ever want for your wife, for your husband, for that horsey kids in your life, for your horse. You can cover them all, your farrier, your veterinarian, all the professionals in the horse world are covered as well. You can find all the gifts you'd possibly need at equestriancollections.com. And just for the listeners of the Horse Radio Network, they have offered a coupon. Just a promo, use the promo code radio show, all one word radio show at checkout and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more. So that's coupon code radio show at checkout and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more for all of your holiday shopping needs at equestriancollections.com. We're back, and we're about to head off to talk to Trish Lynn from the All-American Cowgirl Chicks. Let's hear what, how excited they are about being in the Rose Bowl Parade. So welcome to Trish Lynn from the All-American Cowgirl Chicks, a phenomenal group who does some amazing riding for some amazing reasons. Welcome, Trish. Thanks for being on the Stable Scoop Show today. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. I don't know which is more impressive, uh, the, the reason behind your group and what you do or the kind of riding you do. I would definitely say, after looking at some of the videos of, of, of your group, that you've got some amazing athletes going on there. W would you call the kind of riding you do trick riding? 
the trick riding is is probably one of our most uh, you know highest sought off for the entertainment in the rodeo world. Um, of course, you know we're trying to bring it back. We've got J.W. Stoker, um, who's 83 this year. He's stunted for Roy Rogers, Gene Autry. Um, he was in the movie Bronco Billy. Just a huge asset and legend in the rodeo world and industry. And the education that he's taught this, this team and myself for the last 10 years, you know, you couldn't buy it on the shelf in a library or in a bookstore. It's it's phenomenal of uh, the quality of knowledge that we've learned just for the dangerous tricks. You know, we we the, there's basic trick riding and then there's dangerous trick riding. All of it's really dangerous, but he's getting us into the Billy King dive, which there's really just nobody. Just to say, you're <laughs> hanging under the horse. It's all dangerous. It so. is. It's all dangerous. I mean, you're going at a very high, fast uh, pace. And I think the unique thing about it is, you know, and we can get into that uh, sometime. And if you can go to cowgirlchicks.com and just review the the history and the story of behind of how we got hooked up with JW. Um, I've been in the music business for, you know, over 20 years. And the rodeo scene is always the country music end of the world has always been a true love and purity in my life. And so I was going around doing the anthem and watching this gentleman on horseback, uh, you know, doing amazing things in the rodeo arena, and I just couldn't get enough of it. And uh, so that's kind of how we ended up. But, you know, being 83, and, of course, he physically can't get on the horse, you know, anymore. He can, riding in a parade. He rode in the Rose Bowl parade with us last year, three hours long. He did a fantastic job. But as far as the trick riding, he is living his trick riding through these girls and what he's teaching them. And it's a phenomenal experience for me, and it's something that I'll treasure for for a lifetime. And you, yeah, I mean, you have a, let's start here. You have a beautiful group. <laughs> let's say, from the guy's point of view here, um, it, it's just, you can't get any more stunning than the girls you have in, in, your, in your group. What do you do now? We're talking about the Tournament of Roses. First of all, how excited were you when you've done, you've done thousands of people in rodeos. You were on our Western radio show with Alan Moorhead, who I think has announced for you before. And, right. you know, but how cool was it to be invited to do the Tournament of Roses parade in front of 100 million people? It it is the most amazing experience. I mean, you can't explain it. To to sit there and look at the pictures and see, you know, the faces that sleep on the ground and they shut the highway down. Uh, all the floats are done with absolutely no artificial flowers or no artificial greenery whatsoever. The smell must to be know, wonderful. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's phenomenal. I mean, it, it, it is. is the most. It, probably a stone in our crown, if we have any. You know, I mean, we all started uh, in this business just being a wannabe, and we dedicated and committed our life to this sport and our horses and uh, to uh, the people of rodeo that have done the same thing for years and years and years to practice our craft, to be something, or to not, you know, not really to be something, but to be remembered in this sport of rodeo, which we think is one of America's uh amazing sports that has to offer to the audience but you kicked on one thing and that's 150 million viewers that come out you know broadcasting from television station from television station and there's one particular gentleman uh you know it all leads hand in hand at the word of mouth is probably the best business that we've ever received because once you see these girls in action once you see these horses and you get to know the background the history the rescue horses that the the horses that nobody wanted or really didn't think that could amount up to anything, and really the girls. You know, it's a beautiful team. It's a special team of girls 
that work from the ground up, that believe in something and are not afraid to do the hard work to try to do the best they can, uh, you know, to provide an inspiring entertainment performance for an audience. And RFD-TV gave us that opportunity four years ago. They uh, believed in us and said, we are going to take you to the Rose Bowl Parade. And, uh, you know, to do that, it's invitational only, so we have to, we had to do the work and uh especially behind the scenes to get people to believe that we could bring something, you know, a group of girls from Cal or from Texas to bring something spectacular to California. And I'll tell you, we worked our hind ends off. Um, we're the farthest group that comes in that area. I think there's 33 groups that were uh, entered, and there were 23 that were picked, and we're one of those. So for the fourth year back and working with John Montgomery is, I mean, it's an honor. It's something that we will cherish for the rest of our life, and hopefully we'll get to be a part of for a very, very long time if the public and uh, the Rose Bowl Committee will allow us to. Now, what do you do? Do you actually do trick riding and things during the parade? Um, You know, they won't allow you to do the trick riding because of all the photo and the media. Uh, You know, last year they had a jet, three jets that swooped down. Right, And, uh, you know, they were really afraid they called us out in this meeting and said, you girls are going to get hit. I mean, this the ground is going to be shaking. You girls are going to be standing up. They don't allow anybody really to stand up anymore. But after we performed at the Eccles Fest and they gained the trust in the horses and just, you know, I stand for uh, quality. And to get quality, you have to practice and practice and, and not settle for anything less. So, you know, we go in there knowing what our job is and, and safety is first because of all the chaotic, the protesters, the people that are bleeding out in the aisles with sleeping bags. and um, I mean, it's it's just phenomenal. And so you have to have well-seasoned horses. And who, who can say they have a bomb-proof horse? I mean, even as many performances as we do, you never know. I mean, you're dealing with live nature, you know, animals. And so these girls have to be very skilled, be able to smile pull it off and know that if something's going to happen, they have to have their hands on the reins and be able to take care of it immediately. So uh, we do trick ride. We, You'll see that. You'll see the girls standing up. We're going to take some Roman riding horses. Um, but the Equus Fest is something that any you know anybody can come see. That's on the 28th. We're going to be performing there and uh, doing our whole trick riding performance. We're actually going to sing this year. We're going to do <laughs> Roman riding. Awesome. It, yeah, and give California a, a huge view of what these girls do from weekend to weekend. Rodeo is where we're at. We're the heart of rodeo, and that's where we travel, uh, you know, on a weekend-to-weekend basis, three to four days out of the week. So we're going to give them a little taste of experience of what a true rodeo is and what we do uh, as performing in that this year at the Equus Fest. So we're really excited. I, I just um, I'm, I'm amazed not only at the amount of effort, well, the dedication, um, that goes into that that your members have the amount of hard work. What do you? Um, what are your goals for the group in terms of uh, the, the the charities that you support? You know, the charities is is how we started. We started with uh, a young boy that had cancer of the jaw, and that has just inspired us to do better and and better with our work. And we're a five hundred one c three nonprofit now. Um, you know, I, I don't even really think a lot of people from Weatherford know, uh, 
you know, and that's our hometown, what these girls are representing, not only from their hometown, but from all over the state, and that people that know them for their charity work. Um, this year, which is, we worked Snowball Express last weekend uh, with Mesquite Championship Rodeo, American Airlines. We flew out to uh, all different military bases and all the different states, I think Nashville, San Antonio, picked up the fallen soldiers' families and the kids that lost their parent to, uh, you know, Afghanistan or Iraq were killed in the line of duty serving for our freedom. Um, we will be involved with that forever. I mean, that's mm. we're very patriotic. Um, when we carry that flag, we know what it stands for, but it's even deeper than that. You know, I mean, it's personal. I've had a cousin over in Afghanistan. Uh, we've got a brother-in-law right now. This year, uh, we're going to dedicate our ride at the Rose Bowl Parade in honor of a fallen soldier for Texas, his Army Private Austin G. Staggs, um, who lost his life in November uh, by, while serving active on duty in Afghanistan. This man left a two-year-old boy behind, and uh, one of the girls went to school with him at Weatherford High School. So, you know, we want to give our respect and make this country realize why we live in such a wonderful place and the respect that needs its owed to these military men and women and their families. And uh, that's going to be a huge honor for us to do this year. We're going to be following the RFD TV float. Uh, they've dedicated their float to One Nation, which is uniting the Native American tribes in a tribute to the parade. Um, and Brulee will be playing live in music. So, you know, the cowgirl chicks, yes, they're a group of cowgirls, but they walk hand-in-hand with a lot of celebrities, Chuck Norris, Kickstart Kids program that, you know, take care of children uh, with peer pressure when they start in seventh, eighth grade. Cowgirl Chicks, uh, you know, perform for them and help them raise money to keep drugs out of the school. Uh, homeless shelters are going to Phillips Wish Saturday, and they get a blanket for a lot of homeless. The list just goes on and on and on, and these girls might not, you know, be a famous face in the celebrity world, but I'll tell you, they're behind-the-scenes work with their horses and their hearts. You just won't find a, another tougher team that overcomes adversity and, and really tries to make a difference in someone's life, uh, and hopefully in the sport of rodeo. All right, you keep it up. I'm going to lose Helena. She's going to be applying with you. So <laughs> you <laughs> it, it, It's a great thing for everybody to come hand-in-hand hand with something you know, like this, when you see those kids get off the planes and they have their T-shirt of their loved one smeared on the front of that T-shirt, mm. you know, they lost. They won't be celebrating Christmas with their mom or dad because, you know, they lost their life in a war for us, for keeping us free and keeping us uh, in a wonderful country to be able to live the way that we live. And I, I think America needs to get back down to being humble and you know, joining in on the respect of of loving each other and, re, and just respect the simple way simple ways of life. You know, and that boils back down to the rural way of life, country way of living. I really think I really think you said that best. And I just just thought that thought last night. America needs to get back to being humble, and uh, there's really that's a great way to do that to find your own humility, open your heart and your mind is by helping somebody who really needs it, putting your hand at reaching your hand out to help lift somebody up off the ground. And there are so many opportunities right within our own country to do that. Right. And, you know, and, and Trish, you, 
you know better than me, and I've said this all along, um, is that I believe that there's no better way to unite to separate groups of people than through entertainment, and that's what you do. Yeah, absolutely. It's great family fun entertainment. And a lot of girls are inspired to do better with their life through school or through situations, through peer pressure, you know, through the love of horses. And, uh, you know, horses have a great connection with the inner soul of just a human being, period. And uh, bring us back down to life of just, you know, getting away from the phones. Technology is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, we all have grown, and we can do things much faster. But is it really about being the fastest? Is it really about being the most richest in the world? I mean, you know, it's about taking the time out and maybe opening a door for our elderly and, you know, giving them the time to get on the highway and, and drive back from the grocery store back to their home safely and, you know, giving these kids something to look forward to. Uh, so they can raise their kids in a humble environment on what this nation was based off of. And so, you know, we're being able to do that. We're, we're not rich by any means, I can tell you that. We, every penny we make, we give it out or we put it back in our fuel tank so we can go and repeat this same wonderful, uh, you know, gift of just hard work, watching these girls live out a dream that a lot of people didn't think that they could do. And, uh, you know, it's all about beating everybody. It's, it's not, we're not in competition with nobody. Right. We, we want to perform to inspire people, and I think that's the beautiful part about our program. It, well, and you, you, do, you started I, with us, too. Yeah, you, you do. You do a terrific job, uh, you know, and I've seen some, you know, I've seen your work. We've watched all the videos, and Alan has spoken so highly of you guys. And, you know, just, well, congratulations. You're going to have 150 million people seeing what you do uh, in a week and a half. So you can't, we're going to be out there behind our TVs rooting for you and and saying, yeehaw, girlfriend. Thank you so much. You know, I hope that if you're not a rodeo fan, you know, buy a ticket to a rodeo this summer. It's great family entertainment fun. Um, There's a rodeo at Fort Worth Stockyards Championship uh, every weekend. Uh, That's the only rodeo that's open and offers that every weekend. Um, come out and see the girls. We have clinics. Come out and meet the horses. But uh, most of all, remember what Christmas is all about. Not just remember that during Christmas. Remember that throughout the year. You know, if everybody just got back to being a little bit more friendly and a little bit more considerate, I'll tell you what, there's nothing that we can't do. And uh, so we appreciate y'all uh, supporting us. We hope we make the town of Weatherford happy and proud. And we're going to go out and do the best that we can. We're going to come back. And it starts all over again for us. We're going to be rodeoing the next weekend from the next weekend and just seeing where this journey takes us. Well, congratulations, Trish. You've done a terrific job, and we're looking forward to seeing you come down. Uh, Thank you. We're down uh, amongst all those million of fans. That's awesome. Thank you all so much, and you all have a great Christmas. You too, hon. Thank you. Well, definitely another group that I have to join at some point in my lifetime. You know, Glenn, you got to stop introducing me to these really cool clubs because You're gonna be I a busy girl. <laughs> there just aren't enough days in my lifetime to do this. Uh, but before we uh, we actually have coming up next, probably my favorite part of this whole episode, and uh, we're going to talk to Diane Paquette of the Victorian Roses Ladies Riding Society. Talk about bling! Uh, but before we talk to Diane, we're going to hear from one of our other favorite sponsors. Uncle Jimmy's Brand Products. 
could be better for the holidays than a gift from Uncle Jimmy's? Where else can you get hanging balls and squeezy buns for that horse lover in your life? Horses love Uncle Jimmy's treats, and their owners do too. No stocking is complete without an Uncle Jimmy's treat. Don't disappoint your horse this holiday season. Treat him to Uncle Jimmy's. Learn more about the products and to find a dealer near you, visit uncle-jimmys.com. That's uncle-jimmys.com. And now we're going to welcome uh, today Diane Paquette of the Victorian Roses Ladies Riding Society. And she's going to tell us all about their riding group and what it's going to be like to ride in the Tournament of Roses Parade. Well, hi, ladies, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Radio Show here on the Horse Radio Network. I am so excited. This has been such a fun day. We just got off the phone with John Montgomery over there at the organizing committee for the parade, and now we're speaking with you guys, who Helena is just drooling over your pictures. I, I am drooling. Let's, <laughs> let's, Glenn, let's, <laughs> let's tell uh, our listeners who we have with us. We have um, Dina and Diane, and you're with the Victorian Roses Ladies Riding Society. Oh, I got through that. That's a mouthful, yeah. <laughs> Good job. And uh, so the Victorian Roses is a reenactment group. Um, what do you do? What do you reenact and where do you do it? Well, we do skit competitions or we might do costume contests. Um, anything to do with the era we love to be a part of. And you, you also raise money for charity, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Um, so at you this to- point, we're, we're newly developed. Um, so we really don't have a charity as of yet, but we're looking into other functions. We um, we would love to do anything with history or with children. So we're still looking into what we want to raise money for. We just got our um, our 501c3 status, so we're excited. Congratulations. We're non- nonprofit, yeah. <laughs> that's not in, that's not easy to do. It's a hard thing to do, yeah. yeah. Well, how'd the group come about? I mean, you got I, from what I'm looking at in the pictures, and of course you're all dressed up in the fancy Victorian dresses and hats and carrying the umbrellas, the whole thing. Uh, but uh, are a lot of you riding side saddle from what I see here? No, actually I'm the only one that rides side saddle in the group. Um, the other gals choose to either ride English or Western depending on their preference. Okay. You're, you, by the way, you're making uh, Helena really jealous now because she really, <laughs> she really likes the side saddle thing. Side um, saddle's a lot easier. I have a gated horse, so it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> oh, that would. Then. And you yeah. do have all different horses here, too, from what I see. We do, yeah. We've got a lot, a lot of quarter horses in the group. We have a fox trotter. We have Peruvian Pasos. So a little bit of variation. And a draft. And a draft. <laughs> now, that's yeah. easy to ride. <laughs> How do you... Is this the first time that you're going to be uh, participating in the Tournament of Roses Parade, or have you been there before? This will be our third year, but it's our first official year as a um, separate group. We um, decided that we wanted to make it a national group, so we um, started the process of making it a national. And so did you ride with another group before? Is that what happened? Yeah, we were kind of under the umbrella of a different group. And a lot of our members rode with other parade groups. We have a lot of experience for parades, but we were all in different groups. And what happened is uh, we formed a club to get into the Rose Parade. So many of the girls, that was our dream, is to be in the Rose Parade. So we thought, what, we, what can we do that is sort of <laughs> big and, you know, on a big scale and is beautiful and is colorful, everything that the Rose Parade is looking for. And uh, we came up with the concept. Dean and I came up with this concept. And then uh, we asked gals to join in and, and try it. And so the first two years were sort of a trial period. 
and then we just outgrew that and it was like we need to we need to make this its own group so that's sort of how it formed a lot of groups start that way and and what kind of feedback do you get from uh the the spectators and, and the people who see you uh in in all of your in all the parades and all of your appearances what kind of feedback do you get well, the women, of course, especially the older women, just love our outfit. And the little girls. And the little girls, <laughs> definitely. It, you put a, a woman on a, a horse with a big dress and everyone just kind of, wow. It, it is, you know, and I'm, I'm torn between the expressions on your horse's faces, which are so <laughs> lovely and content. Honestly, you know, they're so bright and content to be where they are. And I, I don't know if I want to look at them or you or them or you. How, you can't what, see much of them under our dresses. <laughs> it's true. But we, all, we always say that our horses are our stars. Yeah. They, they're yeah. our best friends and they're definitely the stars of the show. Now, do How you? Does it, yeah, I was sorry. just going to ask about the the what other thing that's the star. Obviously, is your outfits. Do you do you have a maid or? We actually make them ourselves and design them ourselves, or we um, have someone make them for us. They're all custom made dresses. Well, Mark, and of course you. And the other neat thing that Helena pointed out earlier is you all have you. You don't use your own names when you're uh, in the group. You have identities. Yeah, do. <laughs> and they tell a little bit about each girl, depending on you know their their likes or where they're from, and they they can pick their own name. So, well, Margarita, I'm looking at you on your horse <laughs> there, and uh, uh, that's Margarita Rose. And uh, wh- how adorable can you get, Helena? Oh, I know. And I, was, I have to... a Spanish horse, so I have to have a <laughs> have to have a Spanish name. <laughs> and, and your horse is Angelina de Lamar. I have Angelina de Lamar. My my mother actually is going to be riding her this year, and so um, I'm riding Angelina's daughter Sierra. So we're going to have a mother, mother, daughter, daughter team going through the Rose Parade. Okay. Now, are, is it you that rides side saddle? I ride side saddle. Correct. Side saddle. Yeah. Okay. And I I love uh, your horse's mane. I love the the, the uh, color coordination, and <laughs> I really am. It's just so lovely. Now. How long does it take you to get um, your horses ready and then you ready? Oh, before you ask that, though, go to Velvet Roses, and I want to ask her about her horse. Because we're all, Uh, by the way. Sally. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, by the way, we're looking at VictorianRoses.org, is where we're finding their website. Is it an Arab? No, you know, surprisingly, everyone always says I, I get either she's an Arab or she's an Andalusian, but she's a quarter horse. Really? Yeah. She has a very Arabic face. I know, and then she has a really long mane and tail, which yeah. makes her, everyone think Andalusian. Wow. Yeah, she, but she does have a quarter horse expression in that photo. I see a little, oh, uh, yes. I see the wisdom in that face there. <laughs> yes, mommy definitely loves that girl. <laughs> so you do, you, you do all look so beautifully turned out. What, what's the process there? How long does it take, and, and when do you start it? Well, there's a lot of detail that goes into it. We first, um, we have the girls submit their fabric swatches. Everything has to be pre-approved because we want to be as period correct as we can be. Um, You know, with the day and age we're in, sometimes it's a little tough with fabric choices, but we try to be as correct as we can be. Um, We're starting now for next year's Rose Parade. (laughs) Oh, wow. We start in January pretty much preparing and getting dresses ready and stuff. It takes, it's a long process. There's, there could be 60 hours of work that goes in every dress, so, you know, it's, a, it's definitely time-consuming. All right, so I have the ultimate question, because, you know, I, being the huge Rose Bowl Parade fan that I am for all these years, 
this has to be the coolest thing ever. I mean, you know, I owned an acting company for 10 years, too, so I know a little bit about performing. This is just the ultimate stage. You have a million people along the street and tens of millions, you know, <laughs> if not hundreds, watching you at home. This is cool. Glenn will do that. If you weren't worried before, you'll be worried yeah, after you help you with that. There, there's a when you round the corner and you go down Colorado Boulevard and you're on that corner with the with the video cameras and and the grandstands are, you know, twenty stories above you, it's just you can't describe that feeling of absolute Love and and comrade camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, that's stuff. That's stuff. Yeah, you can't. You just can't describe that feeling that comes out of the audience and comes, you know, out out of the group. And it's just, it's very overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah. And it brings tears to your eyes, and you're like, yeah. I am on, you know, international television with tears rolling down my face. But you oh. just feel that love from everyone. It's just so positive energy that it's just, it just goes straight to your heart. It's you wonderful. Know, I know that feeling when we would when we'd be out fox hunting and and the whole field would turn down like a country lane that was was paved for a little while and you hear the sound of you know a hundred hooves on the yeah. the pavement and you mm-hmm. feel part of something so much bigger than yourself and you're so yeah. proud of yeah. Yeah. your peers you're proud of your horse that you you do you get all choked up those tears <laughs> so uh, if you guys are crying on national television <laughs> yeah. I'll be right there with you. okay. <laughs> I'm afraid one of my fake eyelashes is going to pop off. <laughs> we're, just, we're just really proud of our girls that are in our group now, too. They've just really stepped up and, and made the group everything we wanted it to be and really, you know, making the dream come true. How many will be in the parade? Five, we've got five new riders riding this year for the Rose Parade, so it's kind of a newness for us, too, because we've been in it for three years, but some of the some of the girls haven't, and this is their first-time dream, so it's awesome. Yeah, well, so it's really excited for them, too. How many will be in the parade, and how do you parade test a horse? Um, well, there's going to be ten total. There's, like she said, five new riders and five that are seasoned that have been in the group for three years. Um, we do about ten parades a year. Mm-hmm. Um we actually will watch a member before we even invite them in to make sure that their horse is what we feel would be safe for not only um, us as members, but the audience. Um, a lot of parading, and we, if there's a horse we're not sure about, we'll put them in the middle, surround them, just take them to a small parade and kind of test them out that way. All right, that's a good plan. And, and you, like you said, you start, you start early in the year so that you have you create opportunities to get the horse more experienced as time goes by. Oh, right. And we're really yeah. lucky where we live in San Diego, too, that we have the ability to do parades all year long. There's only a couple months that we don't have parades when it's really, really hot or when it's, you know, right, right about January, February. We don't have a whole lot going on outside the Rose Parade. So um, the rest of the year, we are riding parades. It's probably not a good <laughs> idea to bring your Arab in the Rose Parade for your first parade. Probably not a terrific idea. Right. Right. Yeah. We have we have one of our members that she's a she's a driver of uh, Bob the big Belgian, and she's actually bringing through an Arab now that will be ready for uh, probably maybe not next year's rose parade but the one after, and she'll she'll be in cart. She's just doing great. Well, so, I see the Belgian in the pictures on the homepage here because I'm a driver, so that's what mm-hmm. I looked at right away. Uh, Helena, do you think if I dressed up in one of those dresses and shaved my beard, I could I could sneak in? 
I think you could be the. I, I could think you could be a livery guy, and then oh, yeah, just get Jennifer like a, a coach to dress up. Be an escort. That would be okay. Yeah, I yeah, could be a coachman. Be, you know, one of those yes, guys that just sits real still. Right, right. That's, that's an idea. Um, <laughs> it sits real still. You can't do that. That's not within How your range. How could you sit still when you're going down a parade route with a million people watching? Bowling your eyes out because you're just so happy. So, <laughs> now, you know, we're going to have to have a whole show, and, and maybe we can have you ladies back on, but we're going to have to have a whole show about how to create a good parade horse because yeah. – um, I've got a I got a national show horse that I'd like to dress up and <laughs> ride in a parade. <laughs> you know, how do you get from point A to point B? And I bet you you both have a lot of experience in that. Yeah, yeah, we we do uh, a lot of work and and a lot of parades. We're also practicing for a quest fest, which is part of the Rose Parade experience too. I don't know if John talked about. Yeah, a quest he did. Fest, Isn't that cool? Yeah. What are you guys gonna do? Yeah. We do a very, very, very simple routine. We're more of a parade group than than a than a drill team is. So we're not going to be doing tricks on horseback. Oh, you're not going to no. be. Oh, I wanted to see you guys with the Hopefully. dresses with your feet yeah. up, hanging off the side. No. That would be me, Glenn. No, we're just going to do a very simple thing. To uh, I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Oh, that's music. perfect. Yeah. So and getting ready for that actually is is to us harder because we're. We're not an indoor arena group, and um, so preparing for that this year, we've actually rented an indoor arena and been practicing for that for several months. So that, that's going to be exciting, too. That's a fun event. Wow. Well, this sounds terrific. I mean, how much fun is this? Uh, you guys, congratulations, by the way, on getting the group together to do this. And, uh, you know, I hope that you're there for 100 more years. Oh, we do, too. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we do, too. This is terrific. Well, thank you. We'll have you back again sometime, and we'll talk about training parade horses. We'll, we'll... That would be great. That would be awesome. very interested. Thank you. And I'll wave to you on TV, okay? And I'll be crying. I'll be on my couch. <laughs> next, year, tissues. next year, I'm going to be out in my livery outfit, and I'm going to be sitting on that carriage. We're going to need a bigger right. one. I think we're going to need <laughs> a bigger okay. one, though. I could probably arrange that. I think uh, we're going to need an East Coast chapter. <laughs> we could, yeah. We're looking for them. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies. And best of luck to you. Thank you so much. I can, you know, I don't know. I probably see you more, Helena, in the Victorian roses, fancy dress, and all doing all that with a little hat and a little umbrella than I do seeing you off the side of a horse in spandex. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The spandex <laughs> could be a problem. Maybe twenty years ago it would have been okay, but you know, I can always just pack a pistol in my like garter or something. You know, That's right. my little umbrella could be a. Well, did you know that when they do the mounted shooting, that uh, well, remember Tammy telling us mm-hmm. that they either have to wear a cowboy hat or they have to wear a skirt. So oh, I didn't. I missed the skirt part. Yeah, so she actually she doesn't like wearing her cowboy hat when she rides in the in the competitions. So she actually wears a, a skirt. Uh, when she rides or a dress. So isn't that... How do you do that? Uh, you uh, carefully. We'll have to have Tammy back on the show. Carefully. <laughs> carefully. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so uh, that was fun. Well, you know, how cool is it that these people get to... You know, we, we think we have the coolest job in the world. They have some pretty cool jobs. They get to ride in the Rose Bowl, the Tournament of Roses Parade. I know. And they, they no, the best part is that they have horses they can ride. In the Tournament That's of Roses true. Parade. That's true. That is true. You know, it is amazing when you see some of these horses, because there's an Arabian group that goes through every year, and uh, some of those get kind of silly. 
Uh, but they have all those different groups like we've talked about that do the do the parades. The uh, ones I can remember that are in every year are the uh, the Amigos did I for, even forget how to pronounce it. It's an equestrian drill team. They're in every year. Of course, the L.A. County Mounted Sheriffs are there. The Army. Uh, the Army sends their one only from Fort Hood Calvary that's left. Wow. Um, they My dad was in that back in the day. Oh, really? Yes. The actual uh, mounted cavalry that had horses? Yeah. Well, he. I mean, that, that was before his... They still had the horses. And part of his job when he was, uh, you know, a, a grunt in the army was to take care of what was left of the cavalry, of those horses. That's how he learned to ride in Arizona. Ah, okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. And that's how I first... Uh, so I really have my dad to thank, is, uh, you know, for turning me on to horse, horse love. And how cool is it that Mrs. Pickens is going to be in this parade with the Saving America's Mustangs Foundation (sighs) and that she's taking such a big part in, you know, getting she, you know, in this one parade, she's going to get the word out, you know, to more people than anything else she's done, probably. I hope so. I do. I think it's it needs the exposure. And she's she is the person to spearhead that that little PR campaign. We do have to get her on the show here one day. And, and, you know, I do have her contact information. We really should get that done. Yeah, If only to say thank you. Right. We need to get her on here. So we'll, we'll do, we'll do that. Um, We'll do that for sure. Well, this has been fun. It's been so much fun for me because as I said, we've been Jennifer, this is a part of of us being a couple. It's one of the things that we do. <laughs> we tape the parade every year and we sit down and we have our cocoa and or she has eggnog or whatever we have on on that day and and you know, we come from Pennsylvania, so one of the things you do on New Year's Day is pork and sauerkraut. Yes, we do that too. Do What's, you really? That's a tradition. I that was a Pennsylvania thing. Uh maybe not. No. Well, uh, you know, it kind of, it's a European thing because, I mean, Peter's background right. is Russian. So oh, Okay, and our, uh, the, of course, Pennsylvania was Dutch. So, yeah. Wow. So you guys do that too, huh? Yes, we do. Yep. Pork and sauerkraut. And, but you know there's a thing about sauerkraut. It's got to be made right. Boy, you can have some crappy sauerkraut. I like any kind of sauerkraut. You can really? have crappy sauerkraut, but I'll pr- I love it. I love it. See, I don't yeah. go for the sour. Jennifer loves sauerkraut. She's like you. Uh, but I don't go for the sauerkraut as much as I do the. I, I am a pork, a pork lover. Man. <laughs> I just love any kind of pork. Uh, pork's my favorite meat, I think. It, me too. I did, me, me too. I'm, I'm gradually trying to um, wean myself off of meat uh, for ethical reasons. But um, um, I think I can give You're up. You're the jerky meat. queen. I know, I know. <laughs> I said wean myself off. I didn't say go cold turkey. <laughs> but um, but pork, I can't. I just I can't see a life without a future without pork. <laughs> so I'll have to get porky jerky or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we have to look for uh, tofu. What's that? Perky jerky. We have to look for tofu. Perky tofu. Perky tofu. Uh, yeah, as long as it's salted and smoky flavored, you know, it doesn't even have to be meat. It could be like some kind of, yeah. Um, I would not make a very good vegetarian because I'm sorry, everything ever, ever that I have tried with tofu in it, I have hated. I just can't do the tofu thing. Yeah, they have a couple of good, like, you know, those, those Morningstar brands. So those companies are getting a little bit better about reproducing the meat taste, the meat experience. But um, I, I guess, you know, you got to figure out what it is you like about meat. Like for me, I think it's the salty, smoky flavor. So, if, if, you know, just give me a piece of cardboard and salt it and smoke it. And I think I'll be happy. 
All right, I'm going to stick with the pork. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> well, this is good. As we said, next week we have a special episode coming up here on the show. Uh, every year we get together with all the different hosts uh, on the Horse Radio Network, which is now six of them. And I think last year it was you, me, and Chris. Uh, so and Samantha, but this year, you know, it, it uh, there's six of us, so we're going to get together and we do a special holiday episode every year that we put out on all the different shows. So that's what you'll have here on Stable Scoop next week. We look forward to you, to you uh, taking a listen to that. But so in the meantime, thank you everybody for listening to us. We do appreciate it. Have a very merry Christmas. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your families. Enjoy your horses. Uh, Helena, have a great time for the first time in your life just walking out the back door on Christmas morning and going to feed and pet your horse's nose and give them carrot treats. I will. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't talk about Christmas morning. I'll be up at 530 on Christmas morning plodding out there in my slippers. And you know what? It's the most special day to do it. We, I used to, we used to love that. We used to love going out. It was just Jennifer and I. We would we'd have any of the working students or anything, and we'd go out to the barn. And we had twenty some horses then, and we would, we didn't care. It was just quiet. It seemed like the whole world was quieter on Christmas morning, and you could just enjoy the horses and you know enjoy, enjoy fooling around in the barn, and then coming in and all of that. So it was just. It's just a pleasure, and I'm glad you get to experience that for the first time this year. It it, it is, you know, that one of the things that I love best about Christmas Eve and Christmas morning is that it really gives you a chance to because everything is quiet. It gives you a chance to be present in the moment, which everybody says, you know, you got to stop and smell the roses. You got to be present in the moment. Uh, you have to appreciate what you have. And when the whole world sort of slows down for the Christmas holiday, it does give you that chance to take a deeper breath. Uh, walk a slower step, broaden your, your vision and see everything that the world has to offer. And, and, you know, standing in my little barn with my, my horses, it's, it's more than just that, you know, that's a gift that goes beyond four legs and manes and tails. It's just, it's a gift that no words can really describe. And I think Christmas is the perfect time to give thanks for that and appreciate it. Well, have a Merry Christmas, everybody. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, Next week, as we said, we'll have a special episode for you. But Helene and I will be back recording right before New Year's. And uh, who knows what we'll be doing then. Be sure sure to tune in. And, and, you know, we want to thank Equestrian Collections and Uncle Jimmy's and and, uh, Omega Alpha, all of our sponsors, for being part of the show. And for details about today's show, you can go to www.stablescoop.com, and there you'll find links, photos, and more information about today's guests. Now, we have a little competition going on. Stablescoop is getting in on the game. Uh, And we'd love for you to go find us on Facebook and and like us, because we we got some catching up to do. The Western Radio Show is kicking some uh, internet behind. And uh, we want our, our Stable Scoop fans to help support us. So you can find us on Facebook under Stable Scoop. You can also find us at Twitter under Horse Radio. And, of course, you're always welcome to leave us feedback at stablescoop.com forward slash contact. Well, I think that's about it for this week and almost it for this year, Helena. Yes, Glenn, and I think that's plenty. But there will be more next week. Mm-hmm.